PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Corey Russia Royce wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod. And Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. And welcome to Hockey Talks, presented by PWP Nation. I think we just need to start calling this Offended Hockey Talks, presented by PWP Nation. That's it. That's a new. That's that's what we're calling it from now on. I dig it. It rolls off the tongue a lot better. <laughs> yeah, Offended Hockey Talks, presented by PWP Nation. It's game number three for us this season. It's our yep. third episode. What's up, boys? We got Tricky Stoutsy. And Clodius as well, the third, our hat trick, our, our trifecta, our triple threat. Yeah, Clodius is like our, uh, <laughs> who's the guy that always does the e- the hockey talks on ESPN? Uh, Barry Melrose. Yeah, oh, what a beauty like, of a man. Like, we're a big it. network, and then we're just like, yeah, come on here and kind of say whatever. We don't. We really don't give a shit. Wow. Yeah. For, <laughs> for a couple guys that absolutely hate the hell out of me, that was the best intro I've ever got in my yeah, life. Yeah, we fucking hate you. And That's I, what we do. I just appreciate that, you know, that opening. Love it. <laughs> I just went bar down, baby. Sorry, I'm playing NHL 19. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, you're uh, hockey talks. That's all you got to do it. So, Stoutsy, uh, tell yeah. us, where, tell us where you're at right now, bud. Tell us because you're not in the cockpit with Clodius and I. I'm in the old. Uh, I'm in the poop pit right now. Uh, <laughs> your boy Stoutsy's kind of on the uh, the, the IR. The fucking uh, poopy uh, pit of misery, bud. <laughs> Do what? The fucking poopy pit of misery. He might have had to get a I'm diaper. The, I'm in the poop. I'm in the poop bin. The poop. The poop. Instead of the sin bin, I'm in the old poop bin. You know, your boy's got a messed up stomach. Uh, you know, I don't. Uh, the That's funny real thing about rough, this, man. The How funny thing get this? Since, uh, no idea. They have no like, idea. Are like you it. eating like weird poop stuff or like? No, Instead man, like, of, I've had this since I was, like, 16, and I was, like, a pretty in-shape hockey player dude, you know? And I it was, think you just I got, don't get it. I think you have to have done something to yourself, and I really want to know what you did dude, I don't, to get this shit disease. I have no You're missing idea. missing out on podcasts. You're I know, flaking I'm, down on lists. I need I'm missing to know, out on... I need to know if your butthole can hold up for the entire year. I, I think it can. I think right. I'm on the IR right now. It's All one right. of those... Uh, IRs where it's like you know the time to come back is kind of unknown right now uh but even if I play half a season I think I'll still finish in the top three MVP Dan when uh I don't know Jim Jimbo you gotta I think you should be here Dan when we were recording when (laughs) when we were recording offended I'm just down here just looking at his chair like 
This feels weird. I feel like I'm talking to just like an invisible person right now. Like I feel like I'm losing my fucking mind. Like because I kicked you out and made you come down here so I can eat pizza and peace. Well, I was supposed to. I wanted to do the fucking pod at like three o'clock today, but Jim had his dumbass ants over. So yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Well, before we get going on hockey talks, we got a lot to discuss, and of course, at the end of the episode, well, the last better part of the episode is obviously going to be about the St. Louis Blues. Because, you know, we're from St. Louis, so we got to represent our hometown. And if you don't like that, then just go make your own hockey podcast. Suck a dick. Exactly. Yeah. But before we get into everything, let's get through with the butt plugs. Now, I know Jim doesn't want to talk about butt plugs right now, but... I could sure, I could sure use one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. But make sure to go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope at OffendedPod. Make sure to follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation and all those social media platforms as well. Make sure to go listen to Offended Podcast, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It's literally everywhere. We're everywhere right now. If there's a podcast platform, we're on it because Offended is big like that. And the Hockey Talks is on it as well, what you're listening to right now. You could it's be listening to this on, a, on Facebook. You could be listening to this anywhere. But you know, we're everywhere right now. We're growing. We, we are like really well growing, you know. <laughs> We're not just, we're not just, you know. We're not showing anymore. We're more we're, growing than showing. You know, like, we're, you know, you know how that, you know how that goes. Like, I'm a grower, not a shower. We're definitely becoming a shower now, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, it's just like, let me throw my seven inch meat on this table. Flaccid. Exactly. exactly. Everybody is going to know where we are at. Uh, <laughs> make sure to go buy our t shirt. At www.prowrestlingtees.com slash offended dash podcast. Um, Jim has, Stoutsy has given us the okay that if he dies from this disease that he has, uh, we're going to make a t-shirt that says Jim died from pooping. Oh yeah. And we're going to, we're going to totally make money off it. Jim's like, you have to give it to charity. No, we're just going to keep that money. We're definitely going to keep that money. That's fine too. But we're (laughs) also going to keep his dog. I think my dog <laughs> and his dog would get along. So yeah, we definitely have to. Shitter, we have to make sure Vladdy's okay. That's yeah. for, that's for sure. Yeah, um, you guys are the last two people I'm putting in charge of my dog. Sounds good. We're great dog owners, you piece of shit. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, well, go, go shit. Go your pants. Right fuck you. Actually, that's why I didn't come tonight. I just don't want to be around that ugly fucking dog. Say that one yeah, more time. Say it. I, I, will punch I don't you. mean that. I, I don't mean that. I'm gonna kill you. Anytime I've said anything was, about a dog, I'm just like, nope, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at yeah, all. That was the worst thing you could ever say. This is a beautiful, beautiful pop. For you wrestling fans out there that love wrestling, make sure to go follow our Periscope page at Offended Pod because every week we have our weekly wrestling wrap-up live on Periscope. Uh, this week, it's up in the air right now if we're going to do a prediction show for Evolution – or excuse me, a post-show for Evolution or not. Uh, it just depends on if I get back in town. I'm out of town this weekend, so if I can back, if I can get back in town and watch the fucking pay per view, we're definitely do a post show. Damn, yeah, we need to get your predictions dead. after this for that. Oh, am I in this again? Yep, you have to be. Sweet, you're talking to the mic, Jim. You're going down. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, you are. And if you like music, make sure to go follow our music playlist on Spotify at uh, Fender Presents Songs of the Week. All right, let's get into it. Talkie time, baby. Skip. We had skipped down last week to some uh, shit going on, but now we're back this week. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, how about that OT goal by Sidney Crosby the other night? Oh, that was beautiful. It's, it's Crosby, man. It doesn't, beautiful. you know, 
what, what makes me mad is people, I just, I just read an article like today, it was like, Cindy Crosby puts himself back in the top, in the uh, talk of being the top player in the league. It's like, what is he ever I don't, I, I don't, yeah, was he ever out of it? I mean, I yeah. get there's like the McDavid Crosby talk, which I love, and that's one of those, you know, it's too hard to say right now, because Crosby's, what, 31 years old, and still one of the, and still just dominating, Dominated. So it's I, I hate that people are like oh Crosby putting himself up for discussion the best player in the league again it's like yeah like you said when did he when did he leave that conversation well, I'd like to I'd like to know when that happened and I also think it's funny that that some of the fans that you see they're like making fun of the people who are like oh yeah McDavid's better than Crosby but it's like well Sidney Crosby was the one that said McDavid's the best player in the league so yeah you know. I I love the conversation who's better McDavid Crosby. You won't ever know. It's Ovechkin, duh. (laughs) Oh, God. He's a stud, but it's not in that. It's Jay Bullmeister. I can't even bring him up in this conversation. That's an embarrassment. What's crazy about the conversation, too, is that, like, you're looking at McDavid, who's not playing with top superstar players, you know, and he's still able to kind of put up points on his own. And make other people look good, and Crosby's kind of always had a little bit of help with Malkin throughout his career. Yeah, but so, how I mean, often does Malkin and Crosby actually play together, though? Right, Sidney exactly. Crosby has always really. played with the lesser, you know, on that team, and he always makes them look better. I mean, Early shit, on, I he made uh, fucking Kunitz looked unbelievable. But you can say yeah. the same for McDavid. Exactly, I mean, look he at does. Right. He, he made does Pat the same thing, but incredible. But, but he's younger, so like. Crosby right. has done things in this league and is still doing them that Cros or that Ick David's just starting to do. Yeah. So like he's yeah. only been in the season or like in the show for what three years now, two years, four years. I think he played. I think uh, the one year he got hurt the whole season. The year I think his rookie year was the uh, half season, maybe or something like that. Yeah. So so he's still just scratching the surface. I mean, he's going to be around for a while. Yeah, definitely. What made me mad about this is how was that game not on like the NHL Network last night or like NBC? No doubt. You have McDavid and Crosby going off beginning of the I year. I watched like, it, oh, man. That's a. It was on you... Hulu, and it was a beautiful game. Oh, was it on Hulu? Yeah, I didn't know. Like, that. They have those prime stations that I'm allowed. Do you to have that? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's I didn't know that either. Ooh. What the fuck, Dan? Thanks for it's telling okay. us, Dan. I, I told nope. you. Care about your friends and if they're high, watching hockey. But seriously, how was that game not on like NBC or something last night? Like, I agree with I, that. I have no idea because it was it was a gem of a game. And yeah. All right, I'm gonna put you both on the spot though. Right now, if you had to say your life was on the line, if you had to pick Crosby or McDavid, who are you picking? Like to start right now to start a team. Yeah. Uh, Crosby still. Um, I'm gonna go McDavid. I think I go McDavid as well. And, and, and this I, in this era right now, I'm gonna go McDavid just because his his speed is just nobody's at that level of speed. I'm saying that just takes over this whole game. A, a younger Sidney Crosby, like right now, to start a team with, I would I would pick Crosby in his heyday over Connor right now. Hmm. But. Okay. To start a team with, like, moving forward, of course it has to be Connor. I mean, he's younger. He's just as talented, if not more talented, offensive-wise. If if Edmonton's uh, GM was better, you might have already seen a Stanley Cup in Edmonton. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, uh, they're, 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 yeah. they're actually both just so, so, like, especially when it comes to, like, poise as a player. Like, McDavid is mature beyond his beyond his age when it comes to this game Definitely. of hockey. And he's the way, faster. The way he, <laughs> he's faster, and just the way he carries himself on and off the ice is... It's a level of maturity that you don't see in a lot of these young kids that come up right away. Hey, uh, He's real, a hell of a leader. Real quick, I want to talk about how about the free agent signing of the year uh, for your boy Tricky on NHL 19. Um, on my third season, I uh, signed Alexander Ovechkin, 9 mil for like four years, playing on a fucking line with with uh, Tarasenko, and I also signed Backstrom. I'm winning the fucking cup like every year. I'm undefeated in the playoffs. Nobody can touch me in this game. I will, I will eat your children in this game. All right, that's how good I am. My that's God. a challenge to anybody. Wow. Sorry, I just had to get that out there. Well, anyway, <laughs> I was I was ecstatic when I saw Ovechkin just sitting on the free agency at like the after the season on the video game, and I was like, oh. I'm signing him, I'm signing him. Make me the GM of St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, I got two Stanley Cups. Armstrong's got zero. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Not wrong. <laughs> not, not wrong. <laughs> not anyway. wrong at all. Dan, I noticed on the uh, on the topics you had uh, Austin Matthews versus Patrick Lane. Yes. All right. Let's el- elaborate on that. What, what's all going right. on with that? Everybody's just how they started the conversation about Crosby and McDavid. Everybody wants – they're starting to think – or trying to figure out which one's better. Patrick Lane, an absolute pure goal scorer. All he does, score. It, wait, Matthews. this is actually an argument? It is. Oh, man, Matthews. I don't think there's a question. Patrick Lane, though, is is scoring <sighs> at is scoring from all over. Jim, are you grunting at what Dan just said or at the video game you're playing? Uh, No, at this topics, it's kind of tough because, like, in my opinion – I think that, uh, oh, God, it's so tough. I, I, I just think Austin Matthews is just a little bit better at setting up opportunities for himself, where I think Line A on the other end is almost like an Ovechkin where he finds that spot to get fed yep. to finish. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what Line A has also, he can create his own chance. We've seen his skill. But I think he's a little more like Brett Hall Ovechkin-ish where he finds that spot and gets fed and he can finish right away. Where I think Mc, or Matthews is a guy that can he he can set up a play down in the corner that 10 seconds later sets him back up to set to get a goal. God, it's so tough, dude, comparing NHL players now. It is. It really is. But Patrick Laine, I think, is the better goal scorer. But I think Matthews is the better all-around player. Austin Matthews has a little more grit to get like yes. the dirty goals. Or Linea's defense. He comes yeah. back. Well, he has to. He plays for Babcock. But Babsy. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah. it. So do I, dude. Fuck him. Fuck <laughs> What was that? I said fuck you. Uh, oh, sorry. sorry, we thought you shit your pants. Yeah. <laughs> we thought you were like just taking a grumper. We heard random squeaks. You guys are the worst. Jim's going to be fucking, like, talking to us, and all of a sudden he's going to start sounding like the fucking lead singer Nickelback because he's in the bathroom taking a shit. <laughs> Look at this poopograph! <laughs> Let me tell you something about Austin Matthews. <laughs> Every time he scores, he makes me laugh. <laughs> and we all just want to be big poop stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, that's great. And is that, that like this is actually like a pretty serious thing you have, and we're just fucking ripping on you. Oh, dude, I've been making fun of not making fun, but it's like teasing on it since I've had it ten years ago. So it's you know, I mean, it is kind of funny. It's like How? yeah, this dude poops a lot. Does what it, did you do? Does it does it come back like this often? Uh, no, this this year has been kind of one of the the worst years I've had with it. Um, so I'm kind of hoping it's not like I, I need like ser- like it's something serious. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, I just deal with it. Well, you know, we're obviously behind you, but at the same time, it's oh yeah, no, no. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> that's why not to get too much off hockey talk. But when like the whole uh, Pete Davidson thing came up and he got like Ariana got offended, I was like. For butthole life, yeah, yeah. I like you see, I just Crohn's disease, which is kind of similar to what I have. I was like, dude, I literally like my friends made a joke that I had AIDS in high school, like, and I just went with it, like. So I, thought, I was like, that's kind of funny. Well, the fucking like, thing is though, but the fucking thing is like about the Crohn's disease that doesn't cause his eyes to be like that. That's just a guy who's just like a recovering drug addict, like yeah, and just like and wore down on like sleep and stuff. Exactly. Like, that's it. Which like Crohn's disease does affect and like also requires collection like affects your fatigue and tiredness, but like But to an it, extent. It, yeah, only to an extent. Like, you know, I'm fucking tired all the time, but I don't have butthole eyes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a warrior. Give me give me the warrior. 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 Oh my god, Todd, genius idea. Send me in for the warrior award. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Speaking Jesus of Christ. awards. Did you guys hear that there's this podcast award going on right now? That, like, they're literally handing out awards for being podcast talk stars? Yeah, we won them all. Well, I don't even think we're nominated. Yeah, well, no, what sucks (laughs) is that, what's funny is that they just give them to us, but, like, they don't announce us as the winners Mm because they feel so bad for the other ones. Because we're so much better than everybody else. They get, like, a fake award. Uh but anyway, We're back showers, on the Austin Matthews thing, did you see what Matt Sundin said? Yeah, that Austin Matthews is better. I, I think Matt Sundin part. might be a little biased. Matt Sundin was one of my favorite players growing up. He was uh, amazing. Yeah, but uh, he was one of my first mini hockey sticks I had. Uh, oh, there you go, bud. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I kind of agree with him, though. He gives out good points, though. He, he's like, both players are... I hate when they put old players on the spot like that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, you're, hey, you play for Toronto. You're gonna pick your Toronto guy or Patrick Laine. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck kind of questions that? No doubt. No yeah. Doubt. You know, it's like, go mm-hmm. ask. Uh, fuck, I don't even know. Go ask fucking Barrett Jackman for all I care. <laughs> what? Um, exactly. Did you just give, how did ask, you just bring up ask, Barrett Jackman ask, and ask Matt Sundin? Ask somebody that doesn't care at all. That doesn't matter at all in this. You could at least pick a better player to can like. Lumped together hey. with Matt You can pick a better player. Wait, you right, can Joe pick Sack. a better player better. that hasn't mattered at all in the sport other than Barrett Jackman. He's at least won awards. What's an award. Just one. But, like, he still won one. Like, come on. Who's this? Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> Eat a chode. Um, Idiot. I think I pooped all my brains out. Oh, Next topic. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes. They're surprising uh, the shit out of everybody right now. All right. Is which it just one of a us, fluke? Which one of us have the Canes as a wild card pick? I swear to God, one of us picked them. It was, you know who it was? <laughs> you. No. Nope. It's even better. You? Yeah, it was. Oh, you <laughs> fucking punk. 
Dude, Clodius has been pretty fucking. I hate to say, it, I fucking hate to say this, but on Clodius fire. has been fucking on fire this year. I for hate correcting because all he does is for, read fucking dirt sheets on I hockey mean, and like as, acts like he knows everything. As much as I everything. hate it, as much as he I just, hate it, it makes us look so fucking credible at the same time. I know that's what sucks. It's like any him <laughs> to make us look credible. It's like, like it's like, do we want to be credible or do we want to like just tell Dan to shut the fuck up? Like I wish Jackman was on here spewing these facts, not you. <laughs> What is Fuck. wrong with you? Jesus. <laughs> I hate you so much, but <laughs> I love being right. Uh, oh, dude, you've been on fire. Thank yeah, you. been. It's Thank weird. You. It's weird how, how, like, correct you have been and with, like, big shit. But like, it's only about hockey. So, like, other than that. The Zetterberg? Complete... The, the fucking Zetterberg one is what I was just like. Oh, the Zetterberg one, I was like, wow. That's, uh, he did that. On our hockey talks, Dan, is just like. I don't even think like I don't think he's gonna start this year. On top of that, I don't think he's gonna play again. And we both are just like, get the fuck out of here, Dan. Next next fucking day, the day this episode came out. Yeah, I'm Hendrik Sutterberg and I retire. Are yeah, you fucking kidding me? Hashtag not gonna start this year. I tweeted him. I talked to him. <laughs> I slid into his DMs and I got no I answer. I could not believe that. And I got yeah, that no was, answer. So that was I just assumed. He was done. Man, I can't believe you picked the Canes. And Dan's also had three other players. He had, what, two or three other players? He said he wasn't going to start this year, and he's been correct? Yep. Sure has. Yeah. Oh, um, Seth Jones is making his debut tonight. (gasps) So that's pretty cool. Um, You said – there's another one that fucking Claudia said. I don't think we've had an episode since – Rick Nash, he was saying like yeah. I doubt he's like I he's like he's not starting this year. I don't even think he's signed by anybody at the moment. And he's like, and Chloe's is just like, yeah, uh, you know, I can see him retiring also with Zetterberg. And we both just laughed in his face, and he's fucking right. I know. I was like, okay, Dan. I mean, like, maybe this is but... bullshit. It's okay, uh, guys. Yeah, We're you're all kind of, team here. You're kind of a twat. I know. You're like, Dan is like David Perron when he first came into the league and everybody hated him. <laughs> like his own team, like Perron was on the back. bench being, Perron was on the bench being like, let's fucking go guys, let's fucking go. And everybody's like, shut the fuck up. Perron back now is like, I was at the finals. Fuck you. Yeah. Proved everybody wrong. And we're like, oh, we'll listen to you. Yeah, I'm like next, next hockey season, we're going to be like, oh, should Dan even come back on? It's like, fuck, he put up like 75 <laughs> points last year. We got to sign him. <laughs> And then I'm going to go right back to the fourth line, maybe scratch five minutes. I won't Dan, do anything next year. We're going to we're gonna St. Louis Blues you and not play yeah. the rookies. Yeah. Dan, just, Dan put up 75 predictions. we got to sign the guy. <laughs> and then I'm going to only call, like, one of 37 <laughs> predictions next year. It's going to be horrible. We need to make this. be Berglund. I know. We need to make. I'm gonna be riding the bench for the Sabers right now, just <laughs> hanging out. Him, Thompson, and Saboka have four points all year. Like O'Reilly, together, yeah, together. O'Reilly has five. Yeah, just saying. How you doing? Fair enough. But we should we should try and like to start keeping track of when we do a prediction and write down the prediction. And at the end of the year, we count up how many predictions we all had correct. Oh, this is bullshit. We're starting late. I know. I'm not saying this year. Okay. I'm just saying this is actually maybe a decent idea. Maybe we start halfway through the season. I'm down. Yeah. We can do half-season predictions. Oh, playoff predictions are going to be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they oh, are. bud. That's when oh, hockey bud. talks will be on every week. Tavares scores. Marner weaves. 
This is beautiful. Johnny? Yeah. Are you watching it right now, too? I just... I got... It just popped up on yours? Yeah. yeah. I got Tavares on my fantasy team. Let's go. Turn that off, Dan! Jesus, Dan, we're trying to do stuff. I don't know how to work this. Turn it down. Oh, my God, Dan. Come on, do something. No, turn it down on your side. Turn it off. Turn it off. Jesus. It was on silent, I thought. But, okay, I realize we never answered this. We just got on, like, a fucking side tangent. (laughs) Are the Hurricanes surprising everybody? (laughs) Absolutely, they are. I was just really messed up when I wrote that down, to be honest with you. But... (laughs) But I mean, it's a bold pick. Is it a fluke or not? Is it I a think fluke? It is. I think it is. But you I, you picked him as your fucking wild I know, card team. I know I did, and I would love to see it. Maybe they could ride this. Wait, fluke no, you out. didn't. No, you didn't. I did. You and picked the Coyotes. I, switched, I had two bad picks. No, I said the Coyotes were gonna. Yeah, I did. I had both of them. The like Phoenix an asshole. And Phoenix has what? Like two goals this year. No, they have three wins now, I think, and they've scored more. <laughs> and but they started like zero and three with zero goals. And if anybody, <laughs> it was horrible. And by the way, if anybody's going to listen to this and correct me and say, "Well, it's Arizona," fuck you. What other team in the NHL is going by their state? Like oh, yeah, that was Fe- that was their city first, and they're like, "We're yes. not Phoenix anymore. We're Arizona." No, they're fucking Phoenix. They're the Phoenix Coyotes. They're definitely Phoenix. It's like the it's like the Enterprise Center. You're Kill Center. Like, oh yeah, can't change yeah. your name on us. Uh, I, I don't know, dude. With Carolina though, like after losing Skinner, I was like, there's no way they're gonna like have a decent start to the year. But Oho, and then Skinner puts up. Yeah, they got they got Oho, who's good. Uh, that I don't uh, think what's his Oho name? Has Timo six straight games. Really? What's yeah. that other guy's name? Tivo uh, Timo Timonen. Yeah. It's like Taravanian or, or Taravanian or some shit like that. Taravanian from Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, Justin Falk on the back end, who's actually really good. Justin Falk's a great yeah. defenseman. He's just he been is, on shitty teams. He is. Right, he's only been with the Carolina, yeah, hasn't he? and he's actually gone under the radar because he's in Carolina. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was an all-star last year, and he was an all-star the year before that. I think he's, you're right. I he is under the radar. He's a great a defenseman. Top, yeah, a very good <clears throat> defenseman. Very, there. very underrated. That may be a good uh, discussion for a topic on a week that we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. Underrated players. I think Justin Falk would definitely Falk Falk. Fuck. How do you pronounce his fucking name? I think he'd be a good pick. <laughs> and I, him and uh, I think one of the most underrated defensive men. One more thing. Uh, what is his name? Jarmelson, the other defensive man from Chicago that plays in Phoenix. Harlmus Har Har he is Jarmelson. He is a monster on the back end. Like why okay, yeah, he might be a monster, but why is his H silent? There's no T. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm bothered by well, every time I look at his name I just get triggered. So I'm just like, why is the H silent? <laughs> He's so pissed. Yeah. I'll tell you what about Carolina dude, that Peter Morazic, the goalie. He's not that bad of a goalie. Dude, Morazic's great. He was great he's, when he was with He's Detroit. a pretty damn good goalie. I mean, his I'm win percentage is, they his win percentage is good. Yeah. Yeah, I Howard's definitely. He's been streaky. He's been streaky for like, and it wasn't, and this isn't new. He's been streaky for ever a while. Ever since the Olympics. Yeah. Like, he's been streaky for a while. Yeah. When he, ever since he backed up Miller. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. But uh, he wasn't even the backup. It was quick, wasn't it? It quick? was all three of yeah, them. Yeah, but. Howard wasn't like 
Or was it Howard that was on the bench? It was Howard, uh, Miller, and then Quick. And then Miller got hurt, or he started a game and got blew up, and then those two kind of took mm-hmm. over. And he was lights out in the like in the Olympics when he played. Was it the World Cup when he started? I think it might have been then. Jim Dino for sure. Lights out. Was it the World Cup when Jimmy Howard like just was terrible? So I kind of remember that. Probably poor Jimmy Howard. Yeah, but and, he hasn't really been the same since. You're right, and like, man, just um, I can't believe that Detroit when they traded Peter Morazic. I remember texting you, Dan. I was like, I, why is Detroit trading away Peter Morazic? Like, I thought for sure they'd get rid of Howard. He's a stud. Like he was, he was the only reason why Detroit was winning games. Like during that. Season. Yeah, that's very yep. true. And then they trade that away. That'd be. That's stupid. I, I don't know. It's just dumb. All they have now is Larkin. They got rid of um, Atar. Who, who's better, Jake Allen or Jimmy Howard? Uh, uh, Jimmy Howard. You think so? I'm going to go Jake Allen. I think Jimmy Howard was good because he had a pretty decent team in front of him for That's a couple of years. Yeah, and then we could say the same thing for Jake Allen. But Jake Allen uh, is still not playing as bad as everybody says he's playing. Neither is Howard right now. And he has a worse team in front of him, and look at his numbers. But then he also got destroyed. Team USA, that's a good True. team. I know. I'm just – I I think Howard's a better goalie than Allen is. and I'm not knocking Allen. I'm actually, He's our goalie. He's our leader. I'm actually going to agree with Dan. I changed my mind. And more I think about it, I think Howard's the better goaltender. I think he's got more of a background to prove. Mm-hmm. Than True. Allen does. I mean, it's not a knock against Allen. It's really not. He's our goalie, but mm-hmm. I don't think his body of work can be compared to what mm-hmm. Howard has done in the NHL and in the Olympics and mm-hmm. and cups and all that. Yep. The dude's a winner. Um, sure. So let's get. So let's pause this hockey talk for a second. Let's talk some good news here. Brian Boyle, his cancer's in remission. So it's awesome. Huge. That's fucking great. That's fucking awesome. Like Brian Boyle, Boiler man, I loved him. I loved he's him when so, he was with New York. Still plugging away. Yeah. So I'm a little confused on his story. So we got diag. Was did he get diagnosed last like October? It's just yeah. It was like today of last. Well, this, it was like we're recording a year on and a half ago. Yeah. or something like that. No, like, no, no, no. Because he, year. I just I read earlier that he was supposed to be out. Like it was supposed to be like 18 months, and he came back within 12. Oh yeah. So I don't, but. He so did he, the end of the season did he last play year, he? last year, though? He yeah. played in the playoffs last year. That's and, right. Yeah, and then and then he started this season, and then he was out for a couple games, and I think he's back again. Mm-hmm. But this I think was so, all, too. Uh, he was cleared to start a year because I remember hearing, hearing him talk about it, and I know he started because they were over there in Europe. So they only played three games in the first two weeks or yeah. some shit like that. So he hmm. played, and then now I think that news just finally got dropped that mm-hmm. it is official, like it is gone. Yeah. For right now, and hopefully it hopefully stays it that stays. way. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, I know we got diagnosed last year early on, but I thought he came back and played because I remember, like, I think we probably talked about yeah. a hockey talks how it's like Brian Boyle after you know being diagnosed and mm-hmm. comes back into the playoffs or something like that. Yeah, so. he did play in the playoffs. What a fucking I, he's a fucking hockey player, man. Oh yeah, he's, he's a, not going to yeah. sit back. He's a hockey player. But uh, yeah. side note, non-hockey related, Roman Reigns, we're pulling for you. Yeah. Shout out to Roman Reigns. So hope 
We're really pulling for you, sending him, sending all those positive uh, vibes his way. Uh, Roman's gonna reign. That's all I gotta say. Most definitely. Get well. Um, and our last topic before we get into our blues talk. Since it's Halloween time, and spoiler alert for people who listen to the Offended podcast, my number one costume to be this year was gritty. Um, Dan, he he thinks he still loves to hate hates to love gritty. Yeah, <laughs> I hated gritty at first. I thought he was the worst thing that could ever happen, and now I'm hearing about everything gritty is doing. So you still hate him. I, I hate him because he sells drugs to kids, and that's been determined. Yeah, but that's how you get fans. And clearly it's working. I mean, just sell a little coke to a couple nine-year-olds, and you're boom. He's laying people out on the sidewalks, <laughs> on the ice. Dude, when he hits people during those intermission games, it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he's telling everybody to go fuck themselves. Nobody can touch him. He can do whatever, say whatever. It, I, and I think Gritty is what Philly deserves because, let's be honest. He's basically, he's he's their dark knight. You yeah. know, it's- and I think it's what they needed. And Gritty's going to be Gritty. He's going to... He's going to sell drugs at noon, and he's going to punch people out at seven. That's the Batman music. Yeah, it's just... I think Gritty's here to stay, but I hate him because he's so ugly. Oh, I love... I told Todd earlier, I was like... I was like, I'm on... I'm rooting for the Flyers this year just because of Gritty. Yeah, and I hate the Flyers. Same here. I mostly hate the city of Philadelphia itself, but like... I do and don't. I would love to go see a wrestling match in Philadelphia. No. Dude, it'd be so much fun. They're so diehard there. Yeah, and then they're going to kill you with batteries. No way. Yeah. That's fine. If that's how I go out at a wrestling show in Philly, <laughs> beautiful. Death by Dunn. battery. Yeah, with shit in my pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not unless you wear the diaper. <laughs> then nobody will ever know that you shit your pants. You might be the only one that didn't shit themselves because isn't that like what happens when you die? You yeah, I'll do. I'll do the complete opposite of that. <laughs> you won't. You'll be like a hero. Jim's gonna. Yeah, Jim's gonna come back and be gritty. Yeah, MythBusters. Oh, All right, Dan. I got. I would murder. You I got a legit question. What if you're walking through a haunted house right now, since it's Halloween time, it's Spooktober, and um, you're walking through a haunted house and you're kind of jumping at stuff. If Gritty came out and chased after you, how scared would you be? I f- with like blood on him. I think I might develop the disease in butttober and pooptober that (laughs) Jim's going through right now. So you're saying you're going to shit your pants when you see him. I don't think it'd be very pretty. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Gritty make you shitty. That's that's what it would be. Yeah. I think I'd... I'd punch him. I'd punch him square oh, in that face. I, I think it would be like a forward pump, backward shit motion. Like <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit punch at at the same time, and it's like <laughs> it might be a bad situation, but I'm either pooping and punching and punching and pooping. Punch. It's like the, it's like the ultimate punch from Hot Rod, but he's just gonna shit himself. Oh, boys. All right. Hey, before we get in the hockey talks real quick, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, uh, Cal Forche, eh? Hey, right, cool. Cal Forche. 
I'm interrupting this podcast to ask a few important questions. If you were stuck on a desert island, would you want Will Smith movies or Will Smith music? Who is the baddest villain Jason Statham has gone up against in his movie career? What are the top 10 most rewatchable TV shows of all time? Check out the Going Off Topic blog with me, Kyle Fauché, to get the answers and much, much more. You can find the website at kylefauché.blogspot.com. That's K-Y-L-E-F-O-S-H-E.blogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe so you get the new post right in your email. Also check out the social pages, going underscore off underscore topic and mostate314 on Twitter. And going off topic with Kyle Fauché on Facebook. Now back to the guys with the Offended Podcast. NHL when Jackman was in the game, the first thing I did in GM mode was trade him away before the season started, and I'm probably going to do that with Bo Meester. Oh, I did. I did oh, that with Bo Meester. That's we're, exactly what I'm going to do. We're back on Offended. Um, but yeah, we're talking a little NHL 19 here, and how uh, my team is just an overall... There's a fucking dynasty right now. Just a fucking juggernaut. They are. I haven't lost the a game. It's a fucking juggernaut, bitch. Two postseasons in the books and I haven't I'm 16 and 0 in both post seasons and um I'm not losing and now I just signed Ovechkin we're going to it's going to be a, we're going Chicago Bulls we're going three peat here and then I'm going to send my whole team to play baseball for a season and then we're going to come back and we're going to win three more <laughs> wow hey it needs to be like hey guys Michael Jordan did it you know get on it it's a hot prediction Thanks, Let's man. See how this one turns out. I wish you could actually do that in the game. Be like, to go make him play a different sport. Just That'd be tra- tight. To trade him. <laughs> That's the story mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. He just becomes a professional wrestler. That'd be sweet. All right, here we go. St. Louis Blues talk. Let's go. All right, let's just start with it. Um, Jay Bullmeister. Sit him. I'd keep- sit him forever. Um, it's so hard because it's like I was listening to Spit and Chicklets today and they were even like how they just they didn't really rag on them but they were kind of being they like they were kind of going around the answer as like as his time up they kind of went around it and all they did was just talk about how before he got injured and that Iron Man streak he was on he was a solid 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 defenseman and he was he He Uh, really was he he was so good and then when he got hurt Ever since that injury that broke his Iron Man streak, Bolmeister has not been the same player. He's getting up there. I mean, I think that he has been a long-time great defensive And I also don't think that it's fair for us to be blaming everything on Jay Blow right now. Has he played great? Absolutely not. He's been terrible. But you have to understand he's coming off of a pretty big hip surgery. He has not played. He's, he's like just, 60 years old. No, he's, he's like 35. He's having hip surgery already. He's actually, he's actually, I think he's like 32 or 33, but he looks like he's 52. Is he really that young? I'm pretty sure he's 35 yeah. or 36. I think he's 36. I just looked this up the other night, actually. But he's been decent. He should not have played 
the extra seven and a half minutes in the third period the other night. He's 35 years old. Hot damn. That's close. Actually just had a birthday in September. Happy birthday, Jay Bullmeister. You suck. Jesus. He's not bad. Sorry, I'm just salty. You I'm are. salty because nope. you are. Nope. This- I saw the writing on the wall three, four years ago that he's not the problem is it's it's not it's the fact that we made him a top two defenseman. He shouldn't be on the top two defenseman. At the time he was when we got him but four mm. years ago, five years ago. I agree with that statement. I think I we know. needed him at the time and this is what happens. Well back then yeah sort of we still had fucking Barrett Jackman, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like yeah you can't take Jackman's spot. Nobody can be that bad. But like I don't know. I saw that. I just don't. I think he should have been a three-four defenseman. He is. I think he's when he came, worse when he, than Jackman. He's been here. I think he's worse than Jackman. No, he's not. Did, he's not worse than Barrett dude, Jackman. There's dude, no the reason. Hold on. Way. The reason why I say this. The reason why I say this is because Barrett Jackman. At least when somebody poke checked our goalie, he punch you in the face. Okay, so they have two different styles of game. You can't call one person worse for being a puck-moving defensive man and another one for being a stay-at-home defensive man who didn't have the ability to skate like Bo Meester can or did at any point. Oh, I know. No. So you can't even overall, compare that. Let's be honest. Overall, Jay Bo Meester's better. I'm yes. just salty right now because this He's season, been bad. You, dude, he's he's costing us important games. But though. that's not all on Jay Bo. Jay Bo should not be on the ice for as much as he is. That is right. I don't think he's as good as what he once was. Also right. But I don't think we should be pinning everything on Jay Blomeister because of Yeo putting him on there for times that he shouldn't against leaving him out there for, for five more minutes than, you, than your captain in the third period when you're up. Like, you can't put everything on there. He's having a terrible season, but... I don't think it's time to panic yet. He just got off hip surgery. Maybe in another month, two months, no month, then it's time to panic on J-Bo, you know, J-Bo. But right now, I feel like limit his minutes, play him less, get him healthy, see what can happen. But there's no reason to be playing him 26 minutes of ice time. You don't need him to. Yeah, and I see that. I see where you're getting at with that. The only thing is what's blowing my what's like – Driving me nuts more than anything is the amount of turnovers that he has done already this season. The amount of, like, man, just the turnovers just in general just drive me insane. And then, like, you get these odd man rushes, either, like, Kim or Petrangelo, like, get deep in their fucking offensive zone, and then we get caught on a play, and then there's one defenseman back. And one of them is always, either one. Is always out of position. Like I'm not just ragging on Bowmeister here. I think Petrangelo and Pareko have also been dog shit this year to start. But Bowmeister in general, I mean, you go look at these hockey games. Look at the goals that are being scored. Who's on the ice? And then you look at Toronto. There was you don't see those turnovers happen. Like you don't see like you don't see the plays, the mistakes, and the and the overall dumb fucking penalties that he takes, too. He takes a lot of dumb penalties, like penalties he don't need to take. And that he just that's what drives me nuts about Bo Meester, is that, like, dude, he was such a good defenseman at one point, and now it's like you're making these mistakes that I think, like, you wouldn't teach. Like, if he's going to be a coach, you would, he would be mad at, like, somebody for making the mistakes that he made. Like, and it's driving me insane because it's, like, it's not getting fixed. And then when the game that we bench him, that was the best game our defense looked all year. And like, and it it just drives that argument. It's pretty hard to disagree with that. It's like, 
you you didn't see the bad penalties. We played a great defensive game. Like we didn't have those turnovers. Like we played a great game. But then again, it could just be a coincidence, and we just played a great game. You never know. But I want to see it again without Bowmeister in the lineup. See what happens, and then I think my mind will be made up a hundred percent. Well, it looks like Bowmeister and Jerabek are sliding in tomorrow night. Jerabek is what I saw on the defensive pairings today at practice. Over who? It was um, it was Dunn, Petro. Uh, who was it? Edmondson, Pareko. and Aranko, uh, and then J Bo and. Jarabek oh as God. a third. What is up with the Blues? And then, I'm sorry. Hey, Randy, then, Randy Carricker, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this right now, Randy Carricker, you are so fucking wrong about the Blues and how he thinks that they play their rookie players. They don't. If they make a fucking mistake, you just immediately look to the fucking young players and bench them. You fucking send Blaze back down for Sunquist. I, I hated that. That was the worst move and I now think that they could you make. You benched Dunn for two two or three games in the year, and we could have really used Dunn in the against in the game against Chicago. And then now you got fucking Jerebeck coming in for Schmaltz? That's a fucking joke, man. That was just what was at practice tonight. On the Blaze comment, he wasn't scoring. They also kind of lock-jammed him down there in the third line. He didn't get the minutes. Didn't get him, but he was contributing. He was hitting, he was on the forecheck, and he was all over. He was making plays after plays. Their line just wasn't scoring. And to send him down over a guy that we traded Reeves for, I don't think that... I mean, honestly, I think that guy's going to get hurt the next week anyway because he hasn't really played at all, and he's Who? always hurt. Uh, Sunquist. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's a mistake. But Fabry, uh, Fabry could be taking over that spot. He's on a, a assignment right now. Yeah. So that gives, hey, give Fabry another week and a half, two weeks. I bet you he'll be called up and he'll be sent back down. Boom. Fabry's back on the lineup. Let's see how long that goes. Jim, you're awfully quiet over there. Sorry. Jim. Is he pooping? Jim? Jim. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Can you hear us? I think I turned my mic off because for like the last four minutes I've been trying to say something about Bowmeister and I was like just getting ignored. You, and I was did like, you press All the right, button? Like, did you press the button on the We were wondering. Yeah, the button? I, I think I doing. squeezed the bunks. I just pulled it out and I was like, it was like not on. And I was like, oh, fuck. I think I muted myself. <laughs> I was going to say, Jim's being awfully quiet. We just got in this. Did you hear anything we just said? Yeah, I heard everything. I was getting mad. I was like, well, these guys let me say something about oh, Bowmeister. We were wondering why you didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, anything. we were like, where's Jim? Like, so we kept going. Yeah, well, I was just like, all right, I guess they're just like, fuck Jim right now. If you, if you, if you press the button. Okay, I wish I had a camera on that just now. So Dan just got up to go grab a beer, right? And he took off his headphones. He talked into his headphone and not the mic. <laughs> Uh, so do you guys want my do you guys want my two sets kind of on everything that just yeah, kind of went yeah, around or uh, yeah are we definitely too, yeah are we well I was just gonna say about Bowmeister is that the last couple of years I think he's looked more and more lost out there and I think it's yeah. I, I really remember seeing it like in the playoffs kind of uh, that's kind of my quick bit and then on top of that like talking about Petro I think pinning Petro with him has hurt Petro's progression absolutely without a doubt as a player and then 
to follow up to kind of get caught up with your guys talking about the rookies and stuff. It's like, yeah, like maybe Blaze doesn't put up the goals, but he, I think he's kind of making things happen out there. And then it's like, I thought he was too. And then, and then you you said they're they're not going to play Schmoltz. Is that correct? It looks like Bomeister and Jarabek are sliding in as their third D pair. So I don't know much about this Jarabek guy, but I know I like what I've seen from Schmoltz. He's been good, man. Kind I of, like Schmoltz. Also, like sitting Vince Dunn makes absolutely no sense to me because yes, it did. Uh, you think so? I think so, and I think I figured it out last game. He I was mean, he was unsure of his positioning on a, on the ice, and I saw multiple times where the puck jumped over a stick. You know, that's not entirely his fault. Fuck that happens to Petrangelo four times exactly. a game. Exactly, but when Petro goes back to get it, he's so calm. And it, yeah, I, in last I, game, I saw that Vince Dunn was shaky turning around once he did that, and he didn't take clear like 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 he didn't take clear lines, and he kind of double checked both shoulders, and he was slow. I I, I think that, I, I I agree with you on that, but I think that comes with him being such an intense player and playing at like I think he tries to play at such a high speed mentally and physically that I think he like. It's like you said, like he's double checking everything. Yeah. It's like, hey, I think I guess confidence not there, but I think that's going to grow with with playing time. Like I, I see both sides to so what you're saying oh, too. It's like he's making though. mistakes, like but done. but uh, some that like I think he's also very poised with the puck in the offensive zone. What was it? Uh, we were on the power play. Might have been the Chicago game where he pulled that kind of spinnerata move at the blue line. Yeah, uh, you know. So I, I agree. He does show spurts of confidence, but like you said, also I think defensively is where he lacks that. Uh, maturity and confidence I think is going to come. I think that just comes with playing time, too. Like, I don't think he needs to play a bunch of minutes, but I also don't think he needs to be sat. See, I think that was a good thing at the time because of our logjam at defense and how things were starting to shape up, and we were kind of doing bad. So I don't think that benching was anything really personal, but it was, hey, man, we think you're a liability on defense, and you're a young kid, and he's gonna be a stud for us. He will be. Yeah. He'll we. He will be a long time blue. I think they just saw an opportunity, and they just wanted to, you know, change a few it, things and just, you know, held them out. Came back flying. I think mm-hmm. he had what two goals it, last night, or a goal and an assist yeah. the other night. I mean. I think it definitely fine. sends a me- it sends a message definitely which it does. which I think is good to do now early in the year than kind of you know maybe wait to the middle of the year where things are getting a little more serious points not that points don't matter early but Everything you know matters. it's like if, if it comes in the middle of the year it's almost like well shit and things start rolling then you roll with the hot hand this way early I agree that you know kind of try to try to uh, send the message early to the kid like hey we, we we really like you but you're not looking too good right now so you know. Yeah. Maybe get your head on, figure out what you're kind of missing right now. And like you said, he comes back out and comes out flying, which shows a sense of maturity of like, he's like, oh man, he could have taken that sitting completely different. Where I'm sure he knows like, hey, I'm a fucking good player and they're sitting me. And it's like, exactly. now he's like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you just how much better I can be. And I so. think that's the thing about Schmalz too. He has shown very good signs on both ends of the puck, yep. but he's also shown pretty big brain farts and he just freezes and he's gotten caught on both ends of the ice. So I think it's one of those two things too, but you definitely know that both of those guys are going to be a part of our curve, you know, core. Oh yeah. You know, 
but it's still a brand new team, and I yeah. don't think yeah. it's time to panic on any one of these players. I, right I now. don't. We're I not don't. in a position to afford, not afford, but like have a defenseman making multiple errors game after exactly. game to I'm be not... like, hey, we can still kind of put you out there. It's like yeah. we can, but like we don't have that defensive depth to be like, all right, well, we do. It's just not all there yet. Yeah, and, it'll and, it'll come and definitely. I, and I don't want to like fucking like I'm in not in panic mode either by like. By whatever, and but the one thing I am kind of in panic mode is Bowmeister because I think Bowmeister has looked the exact same for the past three years now. Like, but he's been hurt. He's okay, but it's been three years, dude. I know. I don't think, and it's... not to mention, we still have Gunnarsson coming back. Oh my god, Todd! Oh, don't, don't, Todd, yeah, shut up! Yeah. Shut <laughs> up! You're Just shut up! Piece of shit! Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, name. time out! Time out! Both got time out. Hold on. Dan, you cannot, you cannot fucking say, "Oh, fuck you" about Gunnarsson because hey, he hasn't played a game yet. This goes against your Bowmeister argument. True, true. But I have more respect for Bowmeister than I do Gunnarsson. His body of work deserves it. That's I can agree with that. Yeah, I can agree with that too. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I just I cannot like Randy. Randy so so bad. for those who like don't really know, Randy Carricker. From ESPN 101, uh, I used to work with him. I used to work with him and Brad Thompson over at Fastlane. You know, I used to work their events. So we would talk some hockey every now and then. But Randy Carricker fucking always comments on my fucking, like, blues posts on Facebook. And he's, like, he's, like, firmly believes they give the rookies time and they play the rookies. No. I mean, like, they do, anytime. but not in certain areas. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Jim. laughs> but, um, uh, but anytime like i post anything about like rookies getting time or anything he comments like on all my posts and just like i'm sorry tage thompson was a hundred percent correct in terms of if rookies make a mistake they get pigeonholed and like they don't get time or they get sent down the minors okay i get that statement but the rookies are getting playing time. They're averaging about seven to eight to nine minutes of ice time, depending on which one. Like okay. Kairou's seen about ten minutes to twelve minutes. Okay, hold hold on. I'm gonna pause you for one second. The reason why I disagree with that is because you look at all these other NHL teams. You look at the players like in Chicago. Uh, what's it? Uh, Debrickit. Is that pronounced? Debrickit. Debrickit. To break it, you look at all these Stud. other players like around the league that you don't really hear a lot of, but they still produce. Like every time you play against them, you're like, oh yeah, like those players, like I forget about them. They still produce. They get the points. They're getting the assist. And you want to know why? Because they're getting the minutes, even when they make a mistake. They're not pigeonholed, and they get the fucking minutes. Like, hey, you made a mistake. You're like, hey, work on it next time. And they let them keep going to a certain point. Like, if they don't produce after 15 or so games, yeah, get them out of the lineup. But you're not going to, like, learn from your mistakes if you, like, take a break for so long. Let's say if you get benched for two games, that could be, depending on the fucking NHL schedule, that could be a fucking week. Like, this is what I'm saying. So, just like you just said. Did Jim just leave us? The Blackhawks. And and to bring it, and all those better teams in the NHL, they're going to... They're also seeing a lot more power play time, and they're spending less time in the box. Like Chicago, they don't take penalties often. A team like San Jose, 
I mean, those teams that have those rookies that are getting those ice time and and producing are the teams that are on the power play a lot more than the Blues. The Blues are constantly lately We're number one in the power play, aren't we? But we're playing from behind most games. We are on the penalty kill a decent amount. And is he taking a shit? What just happened? What just happened? Are you pooping? You're you pooping? Out? You pooping? Hey. What just happened? What does he do it? Jim. Hello? Hey, sorry. You're really uh, quiet. Were you, guys, were you guys looking for me the last couple seconds? Yeah. We heard a weird grunt coming from over there. That was me. I just had to run off for a second. My dog broke his toenail, and he wouldn't, He was trying to get on the couch, and he couldn't <laughs> jump, so I had to lift him on the couch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of issues going on over here. Did you almost poop when you picked him up? Yeah, I heard... Oh. No, I didn't. It's just I couldn't find my headphones when I ran back. So, uh. Jim, what's your take on that? What's your take on the the rookies? And like, you know, like, the, especially just, like, the Randy character comments of, like, how he's saying that, like, we play our rookies. I'm like, when's the last time that we drafted somebody and they just came right into the NHL? Like, uh, yeah, let me just, uh, I mean, we know I've bitched about this for, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. Uh, it, I, I honestly saw it happen when Tarasenko came up and Hitchcock was playing this guy eight to 10 minutes a game. Yep. When I think he should have been a guy that came up like, uh, you know, like you look at Panarin or when uh, Taze and Kane were coming up, like Chicago did with their young guys, where it's like, you're going to get, you know, around 15 minutes a game. We're going to give you ice time. You're going to make mistakes. But the only way you're going to, you know, if, if they knew how much Tarasenko has a hockey IQ, they'd be like, you know, he'll, he'll figure it out instead of fucking playing him seven minutes and exactly. sitting them and not putting him on you, power plays and shit. And you were uh, helping you. You were helping your dog when I basically said that same thing. Did <laughs> you? Okay. Yeah, I was saying, like, the players, when they get benched, when you bench them for two games, like, they're not going to learn from their mistakes, and it kills the momentum that they had already playing. And, yeah. like, you look at other teams like Chicago, like the Brickett, and, like, players like him, like, players you don't really hear a lot about, but they still produce for that team because they're getting the minutes. They're getting, like... You know, they keep playing them when they're still not producing. They still let yeah. them, like, stay and play to find their game rather than basically you restart that whole process when you bench them for two or three yeah, years. Exactly. I, I, I think a guy like Jeff Skinner, who he, he's kind of a household name now, but when he first started out, he was still – he was producing, and you didn't really hear much about him, though, because he, was in he wasn't doing – he was yeah, and he wasn't doing a lot, but he was doing enough because they just kept playing him because it's yeah, like this guy yeah. has – there's something to him. And it's like the blues when they, when Terrasego came up, like everybody knows like, all right, that's the guy. It's like, just, just fucking play him. Like people are smart enough and should be to know that like, yeah, he's going to make mistakes. But like when you get these young guys, man, especially now with the, how fast the game's changing, like I still think the blues are stuck a little bit in like that veterans, the veteran game. You want to know why you want to know why I have the answer because this is what Randy character said. Cause we got into it like one time. And the reason for this is, I realized it that he gave me the answer without even realizing that he gave me the answer on it because he was just defending himself. But he was basically just kept saying, we always started Eric Johnson. We always started Eric Johnson. We gave Eric Johnson the minutes right when we drafted him. We let him play. 
So oh, in a I way, forgot about him. So in a way, are you saying that like the reason why the rookies don't get the minutes because we're afraid that we're gonna have more of Eric Johnson rather than like a Tarasenko in the lineup? Didn't they start David Perron right away too? That's, yeah, but yeah. Like, I mean, Fabry was the last one that actually got a bunch of minutes, which I'm sure you guys maybe pointed out. But and look what happened to him. Yeah, he got hurt, unfortunately. But but yeah, two years in a row, we've missed him. But it's yeah, like you got still. you got a whole line of these young kids that have proven they can be good that. hockey players, it's and it's fleet. like you just got to let them fucking fly, let them play. Look at a lot of other fourth lines on exactly. other teams, and yeah, they're not perfect, but fuck, man, they can fly, they can move, they they make opportunities happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defensively, they're probably going to be a bit of be a bit of a liability. Yeah, but you got to take that risk in an offensive game, man. Like you got to. You just have to. Mm-hmm. And you got to hope that you put a good defensive best pairing. Group of with kids them. that we have. Oh, easily in a long but time. I don't know why Blay went down and Thomas is still up. And Th- like, I like Thomas's game too, but they're two different styles of game. And mm-hmm. Thomas yeah. is hurt right now. I think. Actually, no. He no, he's hurt. just been a healthy scratch because they don't want to. They're like waiting on the nine game mark. If they're going to make a decision to st- keep him on the roster or send them back to juniors, and they already sent down play, and then they have Fabry no, coming. Yeah, up. Ex- that's exactly. He's is a yeah. fucking healthy scratch. Like it's a fucking I don't joke. Think Sunquist should be on our team, but I would rather have Fabry and then Thomas and or play as that second. I swear to God, like. The reason why, like, the Blues rookies become the players that they do, like Barbashev, Yashkin, and, like, all these other players that you've seen come and go is because they never got the fucking minutes. And then, But you're also playing them with players like Chris Thornburn. Like, yeah, no shit uh, Tage Thompson's play, uh, like, was hurt a little bit. Did you yeah. see who he was playing with? Like, what has he done right. since? Well, it's like but when, like when Tarasenko had to play with fucking yeah. Yask for three months, yeah, and everybody's like, why can't he shit. do good? It's like, well, he's playing with a guy that's not anywhere close to his skill level. Exactly. And now Yaskin hasn't even really drawn in for Capitals yet. Have, I don't think no. Yes. There, was hey, a reporter, there was a reporter in Washington that said Yashkin is being moved down to the fourth line because they need to get the St. Louis out of his game, and he needs oh, to yeah, find some creativity that. again. And guess yep. what? That's not wrong. No, not at all. I said these young kids coming up, man. Like it, it's a creative style of game, and they try to box them into this mm-hmm. this real tight, uh, like formula of hockey mm-hmm. of being overly positioned. Like you know, fo- you're almost like focusing too much on like your position out there instead of like just freewheeling and just had like just yeah. playing that game you played in the OHL and juniors and minors and stuff. Yeah, just like I I don't know, man. And it's uh, just uh, like on but on top of that. You have people who love Shen because Shen's creative. Like, yeah. he's not. You look at Shen. You look at that fucking line in general, especially like the Tarasenko Shen Schwartz line. Look how creative like that line like really is. Like, it doesn't look like a drawn up play. They no. are everywhere. I think it's, it's cycling. Shen, it's, to be it's cycling. It's moving. So Shen, yeah. Well, I think Shen has Shen a is, great I mind think, as a player. See, this yeah. is what this is what drives me crazy. Because he's doing it on both lines too. Shen That's, is phenomenal. Shen's great, but. This is what drives me crazy, though. People are asking, oh, has Tarasenko peaked? No. No. But here's the thing. That people, like, they're like, oh, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. And it's like, do you guys not realize that when he's out on the ice, he's always double marked? Maybe yeah. his line mates need to do better. And that's why you see Shannon Schwartz last year where it had such a fucking phenomenal season because they were getting open and creating plays. While yep. Tarasenko's distracting two players... You have basically 
Now a two on one instead of like a you know like a two on two situ or like a three on two against the defense. Like, yeah. um, and you draw over like so the one person on forward. He's back checking, playing defense. You send over the other defenseman to help him out. Then you have the other two players, the other two forwards in there to fucking create something up. This happens so much, and people still complain about Tarasenko. It drives me crazy. And Tarasenko is like third in the NHL right now for shots on goal. Like, suck a fucking fart. Like, if I have him on my fantasy it. team, he's yeah. killing it. I mean, it's it's hard for a player like Terry. Like, I made this comparison a hundred times last year. I was like. Tarasenko might not ever win an MVP. He might not put up 40-goal seasons back-to-back. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to beat Connor McDavid. I'm like, I'd rather take a Tarasenko that's given me 70 to 80 points and a Stanley Cup than McDavid who puts up 100 points exactly. and our team doesn't do shit. You know, who, uh, it's Tar- you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Anze Kopitar. He needs yeah. a little bit of support, and you're going to see a fucking all-star. Like, you yeah. Know? yeah, he can't do everything in fucking self. I mean, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane I don't think would be Speaking the dominant players they Taze. are without without one or the other. He, Tarasenko needs a guy out there with him that can draw a little bit of attention from him. And like Todd said, like you know, he's double-marked out there, and he's playing with fucking Yaskin. What's he supposed to do, go end-to-end against every team? Yeah. No, it's not going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the fucking look at the play on against Toronto. Like the fucking he set up that whole goal for uh, O'Reilly's first goal as a blue. He set that yeah. whole thing up. Like Yeah. I don't know. It just it drives me nuts when people complain about Tarasenko and it's like has he peaked and it's like dude, he does the same thing every year. He like come mid November, he starts like going on a fucking Starts tear rolling. he never yep. he's never like a quick starter he's a fucking slow starter yeah and, well dude neither, neither is mcdavid mcdavid's yeah, not a fast starter exactly and it's like it's okay you know he still gets to about 40 goals every year i mean yeah which is I, fine i think he's hit 40 twice and i think he's had close to 40 like three other times so it's like dude if you're scoring 36 to 36 to 40 goals dude he's your he's one of your best players like yeah, exactly. And uh, I was going to say, going back to you, ta- see a Brett Hall. That's all it is. Oh yeah. Well, I was going to say, going back to you, talking about rookies and stuff, how we play them. The best formula I've seen about bringing up rookies and playing them is the Tampa Bay Lightning, and that has a lot to do with the fact that they brought up John Cooper, who was coaching that minor league team, and he came up with all those young guys and realized that's how you got to fucking play hockey these days. Yeah. And all those young kids just went out there and they fucking did the same thing. They freewheeled. And I think that's a model that the Blues need to look at and be like, you know what, maybe just let these kids play their game, tweak it a little bit, make them a little more, uh, mold them a little bit to your formula, but not too much to where Mm -hmm. they completely lose their fucking game. It's like, how else do you think they got to the NHL playing their style of game? What are they doing to get to the NHL? Yeah, we're going to make you play a different game. That doesn't really make much sense to me. No, and the Blues, like... They look like they're still stuck in like this like mid two thousands or late two thousands yep. hockey when it's evolved and came something else. But at the same time, you can tell there's pieces there that like you know we're almost out of that. But it's like, are we just recreating the same thing when when we get out of it, it's already going to be involved evolved into like another game? Like we need to like yeah. capitalize on this, play our young players, make our like give like Jordan Cairo for example. Give them the minutes because they're fucking fast. The NHL is a fast game now. It's not about hitting. It's not about fights. I think I do agree with what Ryan Reeves said on Spit and Chicklets. Like, give it like four or five years. I think it's going to flip and I think it's going to go back into that because players are going to start getting pissed and like you see like all stars get injured. 
you're going to start seeing that shit again. And he's like, it's a wheel. It just happens. And I totally agree with that. But right now, the Blues need to, like, fucking realize that, like, it's a fast game and we need to play a fast game, a smart fast game. Yeah, I'll also uh, want to be to have Victor Hebben on your back end, though. Shit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, the Blues are literally, like, playing an NHL video game before the skill stick came out. <laughs> oh. yeah they for real they still use like square and circle to shoot yeah, yeah exactly that's like let's take the best comparison that's i could have came worst. up with yeah i don't know i think the blues have like todd said the pieces are there this is a team that can do damage all think- over i just think that it needs to get put together and i really really hope that they as a whole team as a coach coaching and all that shit they need to fucking figure this out and they need to literally take a little vacation as a team i don't know everybody sit down smack the shit out of some kids kids smack some shit out of people and just talk figure this shit out what what pisses me off i think the most my uncle and i always talk about this is the year after we went to the western conference final in the off season we didn't do shit to make our team better we didn't do oh, shit. We did shit to make us worse. Yeah, and like you look at other NHL teams when they're in the Western Conference, they make it to the Western Conference Final or they make it to the Stanley Cup Final and lose. What they do the following season, they try everything in their power to make their team better. Like yep. they will go and make a trade. They'll sign a free agent. The Blues don't do shit because Doug Armstrong is like, I like our core. Our core is a really mm-hmm. good team, and it's like, well, they were also coming into the expansion draft. Well, not even that. Even the year before that. The year before that, yeah. though. It's like we were still like we lose our captain. We lose Bacchus. And people, whether you want to admit it or not, we lost grit and we lost heart on our team yep. when we got rid of Bacchus. And sure. at the right time, though, because what has he done since? But at the same time, does he lose that confidence and does he lose that momentum if he stays with St. Louis? It's a different – I think it's a totally different argument because – He's surrounded by a brand new team and players that he's not used to, and he's not the captain. What I think is when they got rid of Bacchus, got rid of that grit, and then gave the team over to Petrangelo, when you think of Petrangelo as a captain, you automatically know that he's an on-the-ice vocalist. He'll talk on the ice, but anything outside of the ice, he won't. So... If you're going to have an all-grit, like, heart guy that is going to punch you in your face, play up and down, and be vocal on the ice and off the ice, then they shouldn't have gave the captaincy to Petrangelo. But they gave it to Petrangelo. That pretty much tells all the fans, all the players, that, hey, we're going to structure our style of hockey on the ice, and we're going to play a loose game, and we're going to go up and down. And then they did that, and then they're resorting back to the old style of hockey, and it's clashing with what they tried to do because mm-hmm. they don't ever go all in. They say they're going to do one thing, and then they go half in, and then they go half in on something else. Mm-hmm. But the St. Louis Blues have never gone all in on something that they actually said. Exactly. And it's locked them fucking selves. Exactly. So yep. I think that's why we're seeing this huge clash because – you can't give a captaincy to a, a person like Alex Petrangelo and expect your teammates to go fight for you. Yeah. Like, no. If yeah, you give your, you need to stand captaincy up for your team, man. to a team like, th- 
You see, like Tarasenko uh, sticks up for the team more than Petrangelo does. Oh yeah, but it's if you have a guy like Petro as your captain, then you would think you're going to play a loose, creative, flowing game, more now style. Mm-hmm. But you did that, and now you're trying to box him in. Yeah, and yep. it's and it's clashing. And that's what the St. Louis Blues have done our entire fucking lives. Dude, yeah, and that what you just said even refers to what I was saying with, like, the rookies. They go half-ass with the rookies, and they don't mm-hmm. go all in. It's like, give them the time. Let's see what they can do give them, when you give them the time. You know? What yeah. that tells you is this is a management issue. No shit. This isn't, yeah. like, you can't keep plugging these random players in all the time and Oh hey, you're benched. Oh hey, you're started. Like no, mm-hmm. and as a captain, like you have to be the vocalist of all of that. And it's like and he's yeah. not doing it. We win a game, then we lose a game, and the lines I think were pretty much the same. And we played a good game against Winnipeg, but what still drives me insane is that we only play a forty minute hockey game. We don't. Yeah, play... we don't. We don't play a full sixty. No, we don't. And, and do you think that has something based on Petrangelo? Maybe Possibly. he's not all the way there. He has triplets at home. You know he's not putting in the extra time right now. Well, I mean, it's still we the Blues. The Blues have been playing like this for like four years now. Where like we we get the lead and we sit back. We never try and capitalize oh, on that lead. We, don't, we never try we to don't make keep, it. We don't keep going and going and going no, and trying don't. to bury we, a fucking team. We go back into a defensive shell, yep. and it costs us because we're not that great of a defensive team. And it's like you be. look at these other teams. It's like they go up and it's the third period, and they're still firing away, firing away, firing away. And where are we at? We're fucking yep. sitting back, trying to make the safe play. Just clear the puck out, clear the puck out. It's and like then, no, fucking yeah. stay on them, stay hot. Like uh, kind of like Dan said, or you both said, like we always say one thing and we don't stick to it. I remember them being like, "We're going to be a faster team this year. We're going to be north yeah. and south dominant." And they do it for like two weeks, and then it's right back into that fucking. Mm-hmm. Not even two weeks. Fucking we do safe it for, style of play. We do it for a fucking game, and then we stop. Or we yeah. do, and then we do it for a game, and then we do it for forty minutes, and then it's like here we are in the third period again. But it's yeah. like we go up by two, and it's like it's almost like it's frustrating because it's like I would rather have us just be up by one goal going into the third period because it's like we're we're going to have like aggression and pressure to score that next goal to make sure they give us like a little room. But if we end a second period up by two, I'm like. We're gonna go into a fucking shell. Like I'm like, I'm like, totally expected the blue. I totally expect the Blues to go into a defensive shell if we're up by two going into a third period. Especially yeah, and, even more this year than I did last year. Now, and they do it in the fucking playoffs, man. I mean, if you think yeah. about it, like if if they could just finish, if they would have finished, how many games do you think we lost in the last like minute or lost like they ended up tying it up and then we lose another last OT. year? Three. No, no, this year so far. Three? Oh, four. Even four or three? I mean, shit, we win three of those. We should have won. I mean, we're looking at a diff- completely different season right now. We're not really four games. Even panicking you, you too can't much. Even think back and I think, like, Tons, I think it, starts, like, it starts with your captain. Like, when you have a captain that won't even defend himself, go to battle for himself when he's getting pushed around, how the fuck are you supposed to follow that? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know. I think it, if you want him to be the captain, you need to have more of an open mind on the ice. And yep. they're not letting them do that. Yeah, and no. on top of that, what also drives me nuts that Petrangelo is our fucking captain. How many times do you see him give up on plays? Like oh, just stop yeah. skating and like when he gets beat, he just puts his head down and like kinda like you kinda looks like he's pouting on the ice like a little bit. 
but there's been a couple uh, overtime losses now where you see Petrangelo loses the puck and he gets beat. And what does Petrangelo do? Instead of keeping pressure on like the person with the breakaway, like say like, hey, like I'm gonna continue to try and be behind him and like fucking try and throw him off the game. Petrangelo looks like a guy who's running the first base and knows he's gonna get thrown out and just gives yep. up. Like when you never know. Something could right. happen, and you get that puck back. Petrangelo stays, like, on these guys who have a breakaway. They He stays with them, and, like, even if he's getting beat, you still kind of tap at, it, like, the back of his leg with your stick. Yeah, I mean, you do this something. Is, this is fucking hockey 101. This is what you get taught growing up. Like, yeah, this is I'm, fucking stupid. And he gives up. Me, like, come on. That's like think how many material. times we've, uh, like you said, like, where Petro's given up on a play and Allen makes the first save, but then two other guys are coming behind and nobody's picking up a man, and they right. end up getting a rebound tapping because – you know, we put our head down and fucking, you know, fucking pout mm-hmm. because we just got beat and from, will, on a one on one. It's like you gotta, you gotta keep, pl- you gotta go back because anything can happen. Allen makes that save and you yep. hustle back and you chop the puck out. They don't get a chance at a rebound. Yeah, but you also have to think how much more ice he's having to cover, watching over Jay Bowmeister's back. Exactly, he shouldn't have to do that too. though. That's but that, he that, is because he is the captain and he that, is doing a lot. But that circles back to it our does. argument about Jay Bowmeister. Exactly, like, does this is a personnel f- issue that they all need to get on the same page, and you can very clearly see that they are not there yet. Like, I think it's taking them a lot longer than what we all thought see, it was going to, and it's very visible. The Blues, I think, are missing one core offensive player to play with Tarasenko. This could yeah. be Panarin. And they're also missing one more solid stay-at-home defensive Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Blues are missing one more just goal scorer and one more defensive – the D, like, defensive defensive man. Like, yeah. that's what the Blues are missing. And they I have went noticed – and got Adam McQuaid when they yeah. had the chance. And I have to give uh, the Blues fans a little props here um, – this season, they've totally have noticed that it's not Jake Allen. Like, yeah, it's this whole team. Yeah, they're totally noticed. Like, I have to give the Blues fans some props here. Normally, I get annoyed with them, like uh, wrestling fans. Like, I get annoyed with wrestling fans because it's just like you're never happy. Like, if we can win a game, it'd still be something wrong. This is the first year that you see more and more people like our defense is bad. I'm like, no shit. Like, <laughs> yep. no <laughs> shit. Yeah, like. You see less and less Jake Allen posts than you do like the defense like posts, and now like it's just I love like I don't love it, but it makes me a little happy to be like I think we kind of knocked some like I feel like you like some of these fans got some sense knocked into him like a little bit, and it's kind of makes and I've seen a couple of people like thinking like this makes me think back to like when Shattenkirk was here and how bad he's doing. It's like no shit, like Jesus right. Christ, but um yeah. Uh, you got any more? Does anybody else have any final thoughts about the Blues? Going I, I, I think I think for Still all of early. us as fans, this is the first year in a while we came in really, really hyped up with expectations to start the year, and I think that has a lot to do with how we feel right now with the team. Yep. Just because our expectations were so high, and that's why I'm not overly panicking. Because we still should have that excitement of like, I mean, shit, we got O'Reilly. We got a solid top six right now forward-wise. It's just a matter of finding them gelling and just getting the ball rolling. And just hopefully it happens sooner rather than later. That's, you know, that's pretty much my little bit. Yeah. Um, mine is that it's still, like you said, it's still early. 
Yeah. It's extremely early to be panicking in any way, shape, or form. One thing I think it's okay, I mean, like, I'm not here to tell fans how they should act. I think that's dumb, too. A fan can act however they want to react. I'm right. going to, like, disagree with you, maybe get annoyed with you, but I'm not going to tell you, like, you know, you should never act like that. Because I think, I think, like, when you see posts, like, on Facebook or Twitter, like, the fans need to stop doing this, I just kind of have to roll my eyes, and it's like, oh, whatever. I know I've done it, especially with, like, the Jake Allen posts. But it's like more and more this year because people are like, see, it's not Alan. And then I've already done it. It just pisses people off. But I'm, I'm, maybe the, I'm just talking to myself right now. Like, stop making those posts, Todd. <laughs> I love O'Reilly's game. O'Reilly and Shen. O'Reilly, Shen, and Perron are t- on fire. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. Edmondson, I think, is our best defensive in so far this year, mm-hmm. hands down. I don't think there's any mm. question about that. I do have one question for both of you. I just, re- I just remembered. Would you what? trade? Would you trade Colton Pareko? Yes. No, not yet. I totally would. Not yet. He looks like he looks like Pareko from last year already, like worse this year, and I think we can still get something like huge out of him. Yeah, it depends on what, what we sucks for. It's his first two games. It was like, all right, there's a little more gritty Pareko, and then it was just like right back into like the old, like what he was last year. It's like, fuck, man. But do you think that has something to do with what's ever going on in the locker room and the reason for us losing right now? I don't. I honestly, Possibly, I don't know. I honestly don't think there's like a major issue within the locker room. I just think it has to do more with management than it does like the players. Yeah, see, I think it's Doug Armstrong because, like, I I like Yo, and I remember him being in Minnesota, and he was kind of like a forward offensive coach there in Minnesota. A, That's why they were kind. He brought, and he's a player's yeah. coach too. On and top that, of and the that players was with, love him. And that was with like a kind of a little bit over mediocre skill team in Minnesota, and he was able to get him to the playoffs and be competitive. And they played that like kind of skill game, and now it's here, and it's like I don't know if, how much of an uh, say Armstrong has. But I could see him being like, "This is kind of what we want this team to look like," and it, Yo kind of has to so do. So when what is Armstrong says, gone? I Armstrong. See, the thing is, what sucks is that like you might see Yo get fired like in November, no. December. If Armstrong the Blues... needs to start manning up. He's got how many people fired? I and get, hasn't owned up no, to anything yet. No, wait, it's not. That's not Armstrong. Armstrong can't fire himself. But like, well, yeah, but but so like you see, I think Mike Yo could get fired come November early December if the Blues no. continue this play. But I also think Armstrong's going to go with him if Yo gets fired. I think if the coach gets fired this year, I think Armstrong goes with. See, I think it's one or the other. No. And I think that it's Armstrong's turn to pay the piper. The reason why, yeah. the only reason why I disagree with that is Armstrong signed Mike Yo. This is still an Armstrong signing. I think that was not just an Armstrong signing. I think that was a Martin Brodeur signing, and I also think that was a Hitchcock signing. Yeah. I don't fuck, think... Maybe, maybe even the fucking owners got involved and were yeah, like, hey, fucking... I don't do think that he has had any say in that. And but, I also I mean, think that... I hope you're right. literally let people out to dry... And he hasn't paid the piper for what ten years? Yeah, I know. I think Armstrong should have went last year. And I think that it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I th- hopefully the management and owners see that maybe getting rid of guys like T.J. Oshie and Perron at the time and Bacchus others, at the time. Bacchus and other Stanley Cup champions that have left us. I mean, 
may be that this is the season that, hey, come November, if we're right around this medium mark, that maybe, hey, make that move and see what happens. I don't know. Ian Cole has two fucking Stanley Cups. Starting Stanley Cups, too, on top of it. Yeah, but like he he got traded to the right team. Like he he's, he's Jim been very good on the back end. Jim, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I think that's gonna cover it for our Blues talk this week. Um, yeah, I I mean we went over like I think what the issues need to be fixed, and it's still early. It's still way too early, I think, to panic. Yeah. Like people are I panicking. So. Some people panic like really bad right now, and it's like I think it's we're still okay. October. Like, well, I think like we're I okay. like I said, those couple games where we lost in the last five minutes of the fucking game, we 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 stay with those games and put up some W's. Mm-hmm. We're not nobody's panicking right now. Exactly. I mean, we're looking shit. at a we're looking at a five and three ish record, like kind of the rest of the league, and nobody's yep. really panicking. If we grab four extra points than what we have right now. Nobody's saying anything. No, nope, yeah. So or, shit. Even two out of those four other points, and nobody's right. panicking. And then right. you look at fucking. So I want these Blues fans who don't know already. I think a lot of people know uh, the Washington Capitals last year actually have the same record as we did. Like as of right now, we still have the same record as the Capitals last year. So much hockey do you play? And Capitals came back once Stanley Cup. Let's not remember that. Let's not forget the Pittsburgh Penguins. They fired their coach midway through the season twice. Twice. Yeah. There's two different times where the Penguins have fired their coach twice and won a Stanley Cup. Like, you just can't wait until, like, you know, until yep. it gets to a certain point. Damn, we're literally ending the episode now. <laughs> He's, like, Jesus, just ran Dan. off. Yeah. He's, like, ran off. Oh, oh, I got to go to the bathroom really bad. All right, you know, <laughs> All right but, yeah, there's so much season left. But, Dan, go ahead. We got our final three thoughts uh basically our hat trick to end the show what's your three fa- th- what's your three farts to end the show man one what happened uh lindholm two no doubt yeah yeah two, come on i just matthews is better three fuck cancer hey and uh is there a twitter or anywhere we can follow you on what are you gonna go to the bathroom because we're ending this Declodius. you talk to the at, tw- talk to at twitter at Twitter. <laughs> have a good night, folks. Thank you, Jan. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jim, you have a one, two, three, a hat trick? Uh, yeah, my number one, uh, shout out Brian Boyle for uh, being clear of leukemia. Um, obviously, with that, you know, thinking of Roman Reigns, fuck cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number my number two, uh, oh, man. Uh, Shit. Uh, my number two, mm-hmm. uh, Connor McDavid and Cindy Crosby are both equally good right now. Yeah, that's a hot take. That's just a hot. That's just the way it's got to be. Uh, and my number three, uh, don't don't panic, Blues. Don't panic. We got time. We're gonna we're gonna put together about a five game winning streak here soon yeah. and get the ball rolling. I mean, and I mean, uh, out of April yet, like yeah, yeah, April, April October. Jesus yeah. Christ! Did I just pull a fucking baseball move? I think you did. Hold, did I, think I just turned. Did. did I just turn heel? You turned mega heel right oh now. Oh my buddy. god! I just. That, I'm Dean Ambrose right now. That was bad. That was a horrible heel turn. Oh my <laughs> god! I just. I kind of just want to go like just go in a corner myself. Like you probably deserve to. I would just Jesus sit there and, fuck, and I would just. I'd. I'd think about what I said for a while. 
Hey, I'm a little tipsy, so. Yeah. Why was I thinking about October? Maybe I'm thinking about October. Oh my god! I, now I reversed him. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my number three. So let's let's not panic quite yet. We got yeah. got plenty of time to get the boys rolling. So yeah. What's your uh, what's your hat trick? Uh, my hat trick, obviously number one, same as your number one, Brian Boyle. Like, awesome. Congrats. We're, that's awesome. Uh, but Roman Reigns, you know, you send our thoughts, you know, positive energy towards Roman yep. Reigns because beat that shit, Roman's going to reign. Uh, yep. Number two, uh, Bullmeister, uh, he needs to be a trade. He needs to get traded. Yes. Honestly, at this point, I don't care how much money he's getting paid. He needs to get fucking waived. Fucking buy out his contract. I don't exactly. care. Exactly. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, this may offend some people. If it's some NHL or some Blues players listen to this. You know, we live in St. Louis, and, like, you know, we're ready for a Stanley Cup. And I think with Jay Bowman's on the team, I don't think you're going to see that. And my number three is... Uh... I signed Alexander Ovechkin as a free agent in NHL 19. We're going to the 3P. We're going to win the Stanley Cup. Blues haven't lost a fucking game in the postseason in two years on the best. Shut up. Actually, yeah, shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to a person I would love to see as a Blues head coach, uh, Adam Oates. Um, I oh, think okay. we couldn't afford him. I think we could. Um, He's getting paid a million dollars to help train every person he trains. It's a million dollars per session. Dude, you know the coach makes more than that for the Blues, right? Per session. So per season. Say- yeah, it's per session. Okay, like, so obviously so, uh, he's going to charge a million to like Jonathan well, Taze. So, so say then he has nine people. Or say he has he's five not going to charge per player, Dan. I'm saying what he's making Jim. right now. Why would he be a coach when you can make more money doing what he's doing now? He would make more money because he would have dude benefits. Like he doesn't have benefits with what he's doing. He has a bonuses with what he's doing. Come on. He's 60 something. Who the fuck cares about he's benefits? He's not 60 something. How old is he? He's not 60. You think Who? Brett Hall? Adam Oates. Uh, dude, he, he might be up there. I think he's like 65. Adam okay, 65 is a push because Plager's like 74 or okay, something. I think you're right on that one. I think he's like 57. He's 56. Damn it. Is he 56? Yeah, his oh, second... 10 years? Yeah, he, like, years. debuted in the NHL in 90, like, 89. Like, his second season was Brett Hall's second season with My the Blues. My whole take was, I think that at his age, I feel like he could make more money doing what he's doing right now. I totally disagree. He Say that he has four players this year that he is coaching, and he charges a million. That's $4 million right now, this year. What is... What is Yo making per year? Because he just made four million right now in four players. But say that he has five or six. Mm. I think he can make more money doing what he's doing now than he could coaching. Well, I think that's just a dumbass take. (laughs) I think I'm right. I don't. I don't think you're right about that one. It's actually uh, cap friendly. Has it unknown? Uh, the lowest in the NHL is like a like a million and a half. The highest is Babcock 
with like at ten six million. Oh, oh that's okay. my boy. So six. So he's making six million a year, dude. He's guaranteed for how many years though? If they buy out his contract, they still have to fucking like. Like yeah. these, like when coaches get fired, this no, is what I people like this. don't realize is that when coaches get fired, they still get like a little pay. No, like, I know all of that, but what I'm saying is, if you just want quick money now, just get it. I think you can make more money a year. And this is the guy who's fucking predicted so much. Fuck, I'm not wrong here. All right. Well, anyway, you can follow uh, Offended <laughs> Presents. You can follow Offended Hockey Talks. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope at OffendedPod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation as well at PWP Nation on all social media platforms as well. Uh, make sure to go follow me at Trick1042 on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Uh, you can follow Stoutsy at uh, Jerry underscore Stout9 on Twitter, Jimmy James 9417 on Instagram, and bringing hot new news, uh, follow me on Snapchat at James V Stout. Ooh. Wow. Dan, do you want to give out your shit again? Because you ran off? Uh, I'm just on Twitter. D. Clodius. He's just on Twitter at D. Clodius. I'm just on Twitter, dude, because, like, social media, just, like, you know. It's a down down buzz. A buzz dick. A buzz kill. A buzz dick. That's how you you get all your hot news predictions that you think you just came up with. You're just a fucking dirt sheet reader. But, uh, I read Twitter. Make sure to go listen to our podcast, Defended Podcast, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, wherever you get your fucking podcasts. So you can find us. We're obviously on the same networks as what you're listening to right now, Hockey Talks. Uh, make sure to go buy our t-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash offended-podcast. For you wrestling fans out there, follow Offended on Periscope at Offended Pod for our weekly wrestling wrap-up, which is new every week. We don't have one this week. We're not going to have one until Jim is healthy enough to have it. Maybe we'll have a post-show on Sunday. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he might be pooping. But uh, And if you like music, go on Spotify and search Offended Presents Songs of the Week. It's our music playlist that we do on from our podcast. Yeah. Let's we go, Blues. Brother. Let's go, Blues. Way too early to panic. Um don't freak out. Don't freak out. Gritty, gritty costumes. I want to see them. Send them into Offended Pod. Yeah. Jimbo, sure. Have a good night. Hope you don't shit yourself when you're sleeping, buddy. I'm going to try not to. All right, man. For Tricky, Stoutsy, Clodius, this has been Offended Hockey Talks presented by PWP Nation. Adios. LGB. Let's Bye. Bye.